What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. One of the rules I heard Alex Hormozzi talk about on a video that resonated with me, he said, I try not to do things I can't do forever. And I find myself talking a lot about sustainability and sustainable energy and doing things from the right place or for the right reasons so your success is long-lived, it does make a lot of sense to start doing things or build habits that are first good for you and that contribute to what you're trying to accomplish, which automatically qualifies them to be things that you can do forever, that can be done forever. Obviously, you're allowed to pivot and evolve, but I think it's a quick and dirty basis for what I'm trying to talk about today, which is a perspective to take towards what you do that makes the thing that you're doing most sustainable and most likely to be done forever. A lot of times we start things because we have a picture in our mind of what it would be like to be on the other side. We set out with a desire to have what we think is there waiting for us so our life can finally be better. And in the beginning, we all start off with a healthy level of enthusiasm. Enthusiasm and the followed impulse is a very common thing leading to the beginnings of a lot of new things, a lot of new ventures, projects, channels. It's very easy to have enthusiasm in the beginning. Everyone wants to start new things. New shiny objects always attract a lot of enthusiasm because in the beginning, you think all your desires are behind this new thing. Your enthusiasm leads you astray from new thing to new thing in chase of your desire. Again, starting things is great, but very few keep it going. Very few people see things through the longer life cycle of development. We lack patience and our enthusiasm is tethered to the wrong things. The desires that we have blind us. And yes, desires are important. They map to our destiny and are very useful. But without patience, we want destiny to appear tomorrow and that thirst can give us haphazard energy instead of consistent energy or worse in some cases cause us to violate our principles altogether the only way to do something for a long time then is to tie the doing of that thing to something that is sustainable that means by default you cannot tie it to arriving anywhere reaching something or accomplishing your goal. Because we are only in charge of our inputs. The outputs, the outcomes are not in our hands. And yes, sometimes our inputs lead to outsized returns right away, and they can. Does that mean that you've reached your goal and you're done? No, you probably feel happy for like five hours and be like, now what? What's next? So that means what you are really after, what you are really in love with, is the doing the pursuing, the process, the chase itself, not the arriving, not the reaching. And yeah, results are great. We need results and outcomes and milestones to at least let us know if we are headed in the right direction. The measure of all your beliefs and how productive they are is really if they're leading to the results that you want. So I'm not downplaying results, but it's not the results that keep you going. The results are just icing on the cake for a person who is on the go. 
because you are after the going, not the getting. I say all this because there's a perspective, an eye, that a person who truly is enthusiastic, that is not commonly found in other people. And it is this that becomes another major sustainability factor. If you are deeply invested into something and your enthusiasm and your curiosity only grows the deeper you get, then your love for the process will allow you to be just as enthusiastic and cheerful about the process enhancements as someone else might be with reaching the goal because you have tied what you are looking for to the enhancements, to the process itself, to the right things. And what you see is not visible to the naked eye for the average person. The average person who is just after the goal is blind to the celebratory steps along the way that actually allow a person to reach their goal in the first place. If a person is blindly after something on the other side, they won't see much of anything on the way there. But you, the enthusiast, you see things others can't. Because you realized long ago that what you are after is something completely different. And what most people would be happy with, you might have reached and passed a long time ago. You see, for sustainability again, you cannot be happy with a certain idea of success or arbitrary goals. Because you will reach them and be confused with life. You have to look deeper within yourself than that to find what really gives you energy, what you connect to. That's what sets the most successful apart. I'll give an example first of physical fitness because the gym is such a big part of my life for the past decade and these tangents tend to come up in my mind all the time. To get a foundation, a baseline level of fitness, it doesn't take very long. A couple of years of consistency and you are probably in the top 1% of people. Because a couple years of consistency sounds alien to most people. So getting to a certain level, a baseline of when you look good and feel good, and when people compliment you, is not that far away. So what keeps a person continuing to go? Maintaining it, maybe? But you really think that people going to the gym stop expecting growth and progress? No, right? But the leaps of progress they saw in the first year, they won't see again. Because once you're past a lot of your newbie gains, your new gains because your body is completely undeveloped and has never had that stimulus before, once you are past the first couple years, you won't see your body change drastically anymore. If you take a weekly picture you won't feel like you are putting on muscle as fast anymore. Or maybe you can't improve your cardio fitness past a certain point anymore. Again, even visibly, the progress will only be visible to the enthusiast's eye. Now that you already have a decent chest, nice biceps, a good conditioning, are you done? Even though from the outside, you look like you already have a great physique and people compliment you. Do you just go into maintenance mode now to keep what you have? Maybe. But the enthusiast has been attached to a different thing all along. He was never in it for the nice biceps and the nice chest. 
But even if he was, he can see the progress that you can't. While you may look for and can only see the obvious blunt signs like bigger size or shape, he can see muscle maturity, definition, hardness, increased contraction and connection. What he sees that keeps him coming back to the gym, you cannot. And you might stop when you reach your baseline while the enthusiasts keep going because you tied your doing to the wrong thing in the first place. Let's talk about money. One of my favorite rap lyrics sums this up really well. It goes, honestly, all that it take is a few mil for me not to have to portray no true skill, but let me just watch what I say the truth kills. What keeps someone going after they have made the amount of money that they could never spend in a lifetime? Why do they wake up and keep trying to add value to the world? If it was just an outcome-based pursuit, then they would have stopped a long time ago, right? And some do, obviously. Some get to their one, five, ten million, which is way out of what they ever expected for themselves, their self-worth, and their self-worth tells them that this is enough, and they could now coast or shrink. But for some others, there's no amount of money that would make them stop their pursuits. And you couldn't chalk it off to overwhelming greed either because they do things for free that people wouldn't do if they were paid for it. So why is that? Why does Elon sleep in the office or sleep in the library upstairs or under his desk? Would you do that if somebody paid you for it? Probably not. So why is he doing it? And the answer is embedded in the question, the why, their why, their connection to the work, their continued inputs is not tied to what material success it leads to for them. That's just a byproduct. It gets created automatically. They wake up to add value, to solve problems, to create frameworks, to advance. Again, they see things you don't. Unless you love something so much, you don't understand what it's like to have soft eyes towards it. Until then, it is the harsh critical, abrupt, obtuse, short-sighted, shallow eye that can only see the trappings of the goal as a sign of success. Only when you really love something or love someone can you see the nuance. Can you feel the texture? Can you appreciate the fine details? Only then can you soften your eyes enough. To see past what you are just after and realize that it is who you become, the transformation you take, the things not easily or readily acknowledged or admired by somebody else that you may have passed long ago in year two. It is all those things unseen below the surface of the glacier that allow you to sustain anything that you set out to do. This invisible force that keeps a person going is only visible to the enthusiast's eye. I love you, family. Stay true always. See you on the next show.